Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am your host, Lauren. And I'm Mikey. Hey, what's up? Hi. Oh my god, episode 105. We're, yay! <laughs> yay, we're fucking knocking them down. And it's been a little bit of a break uh, for the holidays, Thanksgiving, shopping, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two pairs of shoes coming today in the mail that I bought. <laughs> I tried um, to get um, dress excited. shoes yesterday from Target, but no luck. <laughs> from Target? Yeah. Why Target? Why well, don't you go to like I, a fancy store? They have cheap I sales. I, originally, I went to Target because I was trying to get my booster. Oh, but, yeah. I got my but they were like, oh, no. At the time, I, I think I went at like two. And they were like, oh, come back after five. And Oh, just, there's a line? Yeah, I just kind of like forgot. So I'm going to try and go either later today or tomorrow. But um, while I was there, I was like, "Ah, well, you know, I'm here. Let me go look for clothing or shoes or something. Okay. Also, hot tip. I mean, get vaccinated. But um, also, uh, I mean, if you can, if you can't, then no big deal. But just wear a mask, whatever. So like the when they fucking when you get the booster at Target, you get a coupon. (laughs) For Target? Yes. No way. So I got it, and I was like, what is this? They're like, oh, you get a coupon for like, or it was like getting the flu shot or something. How much was the coupon? It was a, I mean, it was a flu shot. I think it was five bucks. Oh. Was it five bucks? Hey, but hey. I was like, shit, like Target really knows how to trap you with like, yeah, you know, yeah, like doing all that. So, um, yeah, it was, it was like kind of funny. But, um, but yeah, we're doing, I didn't even say, we're doing Slums of Beverly Hills today from 1998 um i'm really excited it's i guess tamara jenkins right wrote and directed and okay so this is what we were talking about off air we were just talking about this (laughs) her name is spelled t-a-m-a-r-a so i think in my head going tamara but i was watching this interview last night and then you sent me an interview and they keep saying tamara so let's just go with Tamara. The A I guess is Tamara. Yeah, the A is silent. Um, this movie reminds me of like, oh god, it's just so fucking funny. It's hilarious. And it was on Hulu not too long ago. It shows up streaming randomly, but right now it's not. So we had to rent it. But but yeah, it's Amazon. oh my god, it's so worth it. Natasha Leone and Alan Arkin are just so fucking funny. Actually, they all are. David Crumholtz is really cast. funny. Yeah, like the casting is amazing. Um, yeah, it's just like it's so fucking funny. It's so funny. It's like okay, so Natasha Leone, um, whose film creds, as we know, is like ridiculous, right? But those who don't know her, like she's been in films like, but I'm a cheerleader. Um, I think the first two or three American Pies. Yeah, I was um, going to say American Pie. She was in freaking Detroit Rock City. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which I totally forgot. Um, Freeway to Confessions of a Trick, baby. Okay. Which- Okay, okay, this so, is a good segue into a, a future episode that we're going to do, which we have to lock down, I guess, sometime this month. We're yes. going to talk about really bad 90s movie sequels, and Freeway, which we did a long time ago, yeah. is going to be one of them. And I think Cruel Intentions too, and I, we maybe can do some good ones. Like, we can kind of yeah. talk about I Still Know, yeah, because we'll mention it, but we'll do a full-on episode of that because I think that came out in like '98, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we'll do a full-on episode of. I mean, of the that. first freeway with um, Reese Witherspoon oh, was God, like, definitely so interesting, good. to say the least, right? And Brittany Murphy. <laughs> Brittany Murphy. Oh my gosh! Also, I watched the Brittany Murphy doc, which we're recording an episode on tomorrow. Uh, have you seen it? No. I was shocked. Like I was, ult- I did not know anything about her life really. Like I just knew about the movie she was in, and this guy that she married, and how it. I mean, it, it's all so weird. Oh, I didn't yeah. think I would like the documentary, but I actually came across really sad and like feeling just really bad for Brittany Murphy. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, but it was really interesting. So yeah, we're doing an episode on that for Patreon tomorrow. So. Yeah. Oh my god, Natasha was um, Polly, the little girl in the live-action version of Dennis the Menace movie. No way! In was she like a child star? Is she like a I legit so, child yeah. star? Um, I thought she got started later for some reason. I mean, more recently, she was in like a few TV shows, Orange is the New Black. Which yeah, that's what people, I think, know her from um, now, right? Russian Doll on Hulu, which I think I talked to you about the yes, other Yes, it's another one on my list that's now getting moved up because I... Love her. I, I for, kind of forgot about her, and then I saw this, and I was like, oh, shit, I love her. She's so cool. Like, the interview that I saw last night and then the interview that you just sent me before we went on live, like, 
she's so she's so funny. She's so funny. And you know like, who she reminds me of? Hmm. Um, she reminds me of Rory Culkin. Oh, like yeah, she's like, like naturally person. like yeah. from New York City, very dry wit, very like matter of fact, but like so funny. Like I think mm-hmm. her and Rory Culkin would be so good in a movie together. Oh my god, we have They're to make both- that happen. <laughs> yeah, right. And I, I totally think that something is happening in the stars because we were talking a long time ago about Lindsay Lohan and Ryan Murphy, and Ryan Murphy reached out to Lindsay Lohan. For he what? Might be, I mean, for future projects. I don't know. Because Lindsay Lohan's coming back. She's, like, doing a Netflix movie. And really? there's something else coming. Yeah, Lindsay's about to make a comeback. You heard it here. Um, <laughs> she's, she's about to make a comeback soon. And I think Ryan Murphy was talking to her and I was like, oh my God, because she did Machete. I was like, she's like, yeah. she can do oh like God, You weird. totally made my Saturday. <laughs> right? I was like, oh my God, I read that as a rumor. I mean, allegedly, who knows, but I hope it happens. I really oh hope my God. that he does something. But oh my God, God, like Alan Arkin, who plays Natasha's father, is like I mean. fantastic. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, it's like a- I wish I had a role model like him in my life and like someone like him in my family, especially. <laughs> I know, right? He's just amazing. He's in so much stuff. Like, his his credentials is is fantastic as Crazy. well. Crazy. Um, Marissa Tor- Tomei, or should I say, for those like MCU fans, Aunt May. <laughs> oh, that's right, Aunt May. Yeah, as as a lot of people like, they'll, you know, because you have a mixed bag of audiences. Like you'll, you know, people will know her from like my cousin Vinny from like way back in the day, mm-hmm. um, or like currently as Aunt May. So you know. Oh, uh, Natasha Leone is also in fucking Party Monster. Oh my god, that's with right. Chloe Sevigny, who she's also friends with, which means she's fucking awesome. Because I love me some Chloe Sevigny. She's also yeah. in Scary Movie too. Is she really? Uh huh. Yeah. I, also, Freeway Two is called Confessions of a Trick Baby. Like I, can't, uh, I thought I said that, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can't <laughs> wait to, to watch a movie like that. God. And like freaking uh, David Crumholtz. Um, I just realized last night, love and I think him. I told you off air. I mean, well, obviously last last night he was it. He was the love interest of Wednesday Adams in the Adams Family. Yeah. <laughs> Like one of my favorite lines of his in that movie was when they're at sleepaway camp and all the kids were like forced to put on a Thanksgiving play. Yeah, the play. <laughs> and he was cursed with the role of Pocahontas's husband to be Running Bear, and he goes, oh. "And I am Running Bear, betrothed to Pocahontas in the play." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and his so parents funny. are like five thousand dollars, and he's Mister Woo Woo, like that. Oh my god, that movie! I haven't seen that movie in a really long time. Oh, so fantastic! He's also yeah. in the Deuce that was recently on. What's that? It's this HBO show about like the porn industry in New York City in the seventies. It's really oh. good. Oh, cool! Yeah, and Maggie Gyllenhaal's in it, and like oh, James nice. Franco, and like a whole bunch of yeah. He was in that recently. So it's like a documentary. No, it's a series. It's like oh, a te- oh, like oh. a drama show. It had oh, okay. three seasons, I think. Mm. Yeah, I think it was three seasons. Yeah, it's good. It's on cool. HBO. Yeah. Like Mina's, Mina Savari, is that his I name? No, Mina yeah. Savari. Isn't that crazy when I saw her there? I was like, oh my God. She was the one in the laundry room, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Who got the nose job? Yes. Who carried around her plastic surgeon's card in her pants. I mean, he's the best. He said he can fix your nose too. <laughs> and like Jessica Walter, Carl Reiner. Oh like, my God. Yeah, Rita just... Moreno, like the OG Anita from the OG film of West Side Story. From the only one that matters. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hot take. This new one is garbage. However, she is she is playing someone named Valentina in the reboot. She's so. Doc's wife or Doc's widow who owns the candy shop. Yes, uh-huh. that yeah, that's who she yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I strongly suggest people if you want, we'll go see this movie. That's fine. But either that or go see it and then see a, the original one first, or go see the original one first before you go see this new one. They're going to be very different. Obviously, they're like fifty yeah. years apart. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that first one is just ugh. It's so good. I iconic. Mean, it, it's, iconic. Yeah, it's beyond. Yeah, it's like beyond iconic. It should live in your head. And like, she's she's amazing. Like as she's gotten older too. I think within the last few years, like she's been appearing in more stuff. Yeah, she was in a sitcom. My mom watched it once upon a time. I think or once. Yes, yeah. yeah, that was called. Yeah, my mom watched that show because she loves Rita Moreno. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, she's so cool. And in this movie, she's, I mean, she plays a bit part, but she's fucking She's fantastic. really funny, yeah. And really bitchy. Mm-hmm. And Jessica Walters is just, like, the oh, fucking Jessica. queen, and everyone yeah. knows her now from Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. But, like, Lucille. Of, she's also the voice of Archer's mother. Oh, is she? Mm-hmm. Oh, no way. Or not. 
Is his name Archer? I forget. I've only seen like bits and pieces of the cartoon, but is that is that the name? It's Archer's the name. Yeah, it's the one on FX, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I've seen bits and pieces, but yeah, I didn't know that she did the voice for it though. Yeah, she's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. Um, also, David Crumholt was in Freaks and Geeks, mm-hmm. which we did on Patreon, and he was also in Ten Things I Hate About You, which mm-hmm. we also did like episode thirty-one or something like that. Um, he was with. Uh, he also does things with like Seth Rogen. Didn't he do like a like? Oh, he's in Superbad. Oh, he is. Um, in yeah, <laughs> he's in Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. He's one of the neighbors. Do you remember Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle? You it know when they were like, I just remember like this. Yeah, second and third one were just pure crap. Yeah, no, no, no. The the <laughs> first one is the best. He's in the show Numbers, which was a big show on like regular TV. Oh, okay. Um, and then he was in uh something else. Um, let me look now. Undeclared, another show that was a Judd Apatow show. Mm-hmm. Um, that came out after. Yeah, he did ten things I hate about you right after this. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and then yeah. Adam Tanley Values is like one of his early, like his early uh, credits. But yeah, he's really funny. I like him. But yeah, The Deuce is the last time I saw him. That was like 2020, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, he's in more shit coming out. Oh, God. And Alan Arkin. He's in like Little Miss Sunshine. I, think I love a lot that of, movie. A lot of people oh, know from that. I love like that. Like in our much. age group. I know. It's so cute. Um, oh, and his son is famous, Adam Arkin. Is he? Yeah, he well, he directs a lot now, but he's in like Sons of Anarchy, like he acts and stuff, and also oh. he's in Edward Scissorhands. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. Alan Arkin. Yeah, I mean, Alan Arkin's in like literally a lot of things. Like mm-hmm. we could probably oh. list like, oh uh, yeah, Argo. I'm gonna backtrack really quickly, but um, the writer and director Tamara Jenkins. Oh um, yeah, he also wrote and directed The Savages. Uh, from 2007. So I don't know if you've seen it or if anyone's seen it, but it's fantastic. Philip Seymour Hoffman and Laura Linney. Oh, like, no, they I haven't play seen brother that. And sister. I mean, it's a very uh, like heavy film. Okay. But it's, it's fantastic. Oh, like cool. their, their on-screen chemistry is just amazing. Oh, wow. I love Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's a later one, right? Like one of the later yeah. ones he did. Cause that was like 2007. Didn't he? When did he die? Like twenty? Maybe no. He died in like twenty fourteen. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, we're in twenty one. He died like what? five six years ago. He, no, I think it was more. Longer. Let me see. God, we we have no idea. Sorry, yeah. everyone. Well, let's go on to what are your first impressions? Like, when's the oh, first time you saw this? Um, yeah. So I think. I think I was still living with my mom at the time. And Lauren, like, I think he brought the DVD over. Yeah, I think I might have had that on tape. Or, and, oh, because I was going to say, I think we watched it on the computer, unless I'm getting my movies wrong, which I do a lot. I feel like um, we <laughs> saw it together, though. I feel like we did, but I feel like I didn't see the whole thing. Um, it's, I mean, my brain is always kind of foggy because I'm old, white, and Jewish, um, as I always say. <laughs> But regardless, like, I feel like this is the actual first time seeing this. Oh, like, like all the way, way through. through. Yeah, like fully. So, like, at least all the way through. Yeah, I liked it. I love the 70s vibe, the fashion. <laughs> I know. Excuse me. Uh, costumes were designed by this woman, Kirsten Everberg. Yeah. She was the costume designer for The Crow, City of Angels. Uh, oh, I mean, I don't, I don't recognize any other crow but the first one. Yeah, so great. I don't know what those well, costumes were like. <laughs> <laughs> um, she did 13 episodes of the TV show Melrose Place from back in the day. And Father oh, of the Oh, the old one. The old one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then Father of the Bride, like the first one. Oh, okay. Um, the settings are fantastic. The decor of the rental spaces. Um, the so family cool. is doing from. So cool. Amazing. Like the shag rug the shag and everything. <laughs> so cool. <clears throat> I had right. shag. It was a huge mistake. I oh, strongly yeah. suggest against <laughs> not, shag. Not yeah, it's hard to clean. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> yeah, just don't um, do it. I live for Marissa and Natasha in this film. Like, they have such great chemistry. Yeah, they do. Like also the way they do the the gibberish back and forth to each other. 
Oh my God, girls did this seem, in fourth grade. They make it seem so effortlessly and like, dare I say, kind of sexy in a way. Because <laughs> okay, like, I definitely did not have that. Like, not not sexy in that way, but like, it's just so fluid. Like, it just runs off their tongues. Where it's like, oh, that is fucking amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I okay, get it. Yeah, I am I am more triggered because the girls I did not get along with in fourth through sixth grade spoke oh. like this really yes and it was like they were trying to be really cool because they were like the cool girls and no one could understand what they were saying oh, no. so when i heard it i was just like it was like massive eye roll oh. <laughs> i was just like oh god all these fucking people like i i remember so it was not like <laughs> i didn't have that effect on me i was kind of like oh, thank it's god so, it's so funny because when um when Marissa's character asks uh, Natasha's character if she still knows their like quote unquote secret language, mm-hmm. Natasha goes, "Oh, Pig Latin," which is totally different from what they're speaking. Yeah, Pig Latin is. Aren't you replacing the first letter with like a y? Yeah, and Instead theirs is just like gibberish. gibberish. Yeah, yeah, gibberish is like at a gag or something. Yeah, because that's what they would like. Yeah, so I'm like, ooh, mistake. Uh, goof. <laughs> that's one of the few behind the scenes that we found out about. Because yeah. <laughs> there aren't that many. Sorry, I kind of skipped to like behind the scenes. But um, for a second. But yeah, no, like I give this movie like an A+. Like also they made me really hungry at the end. Um, when Natasha's character goes, suggests like a steak to Alan steak. Arkin's character. I, I was know. like, kind of rude because it's late and I want a steak, but I'm too lazy. (laughs) (laughs) And he also has that, like, it's so funny that he had like that steak, like a restaurant, like a steak restaurant. So steak is already like kind of a touchy subject. Yeah. Like to suggest a steak, which I find really funny. And he's like, what about, she's like, what about steak? He's like, no, it's too early for steak. (laughs) And they mentioned Sizzlers. Oh my God. I remember Sizzlers. I know. I wrote Sizzler. I love it. (laughs) Anyway, um, but that, that's my impressions. What are your cool? Mine was I said I think I saw this first with Mikey, mm-hmm. and then I've probably seen it one other time after that. I think I rented it and like on tape. I remember it on tape though. And then uh, yeah, and then I I've seen like you know bits and pieces here and there. I asked Charles too the same thing. I was like, have you seen this movie? And he was like, I think I've seen bits and pieces. So this seems like one of those films that. A lot of people haven't seen all the way through. Like but I, the way through yeah. yeah, I definitely suggest to watch it because if you like the movies that we cover, you'll love this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it's uh, it's very overlooked, but I feel like it, it's definitely worth talking about, especially since like Natasha Leone is like had a bit of a comeback mm-hmm. or like a resurgence. I guess not really a comeback. A she wasn't. Yeah. yeah, she wasn't really gone. But I mean, um, she goes out with Fred Armisen now, which I think is really interesting. Oh, for real? Um, they've been together since like 2014. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so i just love her i love her vibe she shows up on like chloe 70s instagram sometimes so i think it's mm-hmm. pretty cool um this movie i also wrote it reminds me of the movie i heart huckabees god we saw that together in the yeah uh-huh and that is on my list to do for forward flash also also another news flash we are going to be doing party monster for forward flash mm-hmm. this month so which is perfect isn't there some kind of like christmas element to that too so that's kind of perfect but sort of yeah. december right <laughs> i mean not in a good way but whatever we're fucking doing it because it's amazing. i mean we could try to make coke for christmas i'm kidding <laughs> allegedly fakely and and yeah but that that movie um yeah we're gonna do which she's also in natasha and chloe 70 but yeah i think it's really cool that they like show up but i heart huckabees i think i asked someone the other day if they'd seen it and they were like no what is this movie i have it on dvd it's so weird Mm -hmm. and just funny and kooky and we're gonna do it at some point it's david o russell uh, who did that and it has a big cast i mean it literally has like Mark Wahlberg and like Dustin Hoffman and Lily Tomlin and Naomi Watts and Jude Law. Like it, it's just it's like so many people. Yeah. Jason <laughs> Schwartzman. Um, yeah. It, it's nuts, but it's really weird. It's like a weirdo movie, but it's cool. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. Also Robert Redford produced this. That's awesome. I yeah. Isn't that cool? That. Yeah. I, I was like, cool. Um, and yeah, I wrote gibberish girls in fourth grade. Ugh. That's what I wrote. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I, I, I could do Pig Latin, but I could never get a hold of gibberish for some reason. Yeah, I like tried to kind of figure it out, but then I was like, fuck those girls. Who cares what they're saying? <laughs> they're probably saying something lame anyway. So, yeah. Haha. 
I have a podcast and I'm talking shit on all of them. But I'm not saying their names, Ooh, but it's in your face. Yeah, maybe they're listening and they're like, "Fuck, we were such a dick." <laughs> um, cool. So let's move on to behind the scenes. Yeah. What did you get? We didn't get much, but you go no, first. It, I got more technical. It's, so, it, it's so funny because like when and we were talking about this actually when we got together the other night a little bit, but like when you and I research all these movies most of the movies you can actually find stuff on Google, like either it's on Wikipedia or IMDB or some other like random website. But for this, it was very hard to get stuff. So I randomly looked up an interview that I saw last night. It was from the Telluride Film Festival back in 2013. If also, if any film festival people are listening, me and Mikey will be glad to travel to yes, film festivals please. all over, like all, all over, over the country, <laughs> or all over the world. Fuck that. We want to yeah. go everywhere. <laughs> like just, <laughs> just report. That'd be like a dream to like have yeah. a podcast at like a film festival and be oh like, we're God, reporting live so from Cannes. Right. <laughs> we get to like oh have God. all these people. I mean, and we have actually been to a few film festivals before. Yeah. But- nothing like that would be super super cool tribeca tribeca yeah like we saw that dope movie that one about that girl what was the one like braid we saw which was was crazy cool yeah um then we saw that one about that zombie girl oh yeah i think it was called like body or something yeah yeah It, it was only like one word yeah, it was cool though. It was really weird. I was like, damn, I, I was like, we need to do this. I want to go to more film festivals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just watch weirdo movies. Oh God, but right, yeah, yeah. behind Anyone the scenes, yeah. That's like fun. Yeah. So um, so this is based off like um things that uh I was watching last night. So as I always say, always say in no particular order and in very random researching. Um <laughs> the director Tamara Jenkins says that this movie is like a semi-autobiographical film. Um, Alan Arkin's character is definitely based on her real father and how he was obsessed with living in Beverly Hills. Oh my god! So, so his kids could go to like the quote unquote good schools, and I mm-hmm. guess that's what they were doing in the movie. I was a little confused. Yeah, that's what they were doing in the movie. She's supposed to be fourteen, so, so she's supposed called, to be in school. Oh yeah, so they're called nomads, and I researched the definition, but like they weren't running from something. No, so what they just voluntarily. Them, what makes them a nomad? Doesn't nomad just mean you don't have like one definite address? You don't have like a permanent yeah. place. Yeah. So they have these things called digital nomads now that are people who are like freelance and influencers who just choose to like live yeah. in a house and like maybe they're living in like a Airbnb for like three months and then they move somewhere else. Like they're digital because they're all their work is digital, so they just can kind of move anywhere. Uh-huh. So that's a term now, digital nomad. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um. N- Natasha was actually pretty flat chested when this movie came out. So um, I love it. Her, her words, not mine. Um, just a FYI. Um, but when this movie came out, so she wore like gelatin filled bags or AKA fake boobs that were yeah, her, so her, cool. her like specially made bra. So according to this interview last night, um, the director uh, gave Natasha like a homework assignment to walk around the outside of the studio at like a mall or, or just out and about so she could get used to the fake boobs in, in, on her chest. <laughs> um, some of the executives originally had um, an issue with the scene where Natasha's peeing in um, what's-her-name's uh, flat. Um, Why? Because A, she was peeing, and B, you could hear her pee. Oh. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> weird i think it was like however like they didn't have an issue with the dancing with the dildo scene yeah i was gonna say so, they're like dancing with the fucking vibrator for like a while it wasn't like 10 seconds it was like so, like according according to jenkins like during this interview she was just like i believe it was like a, a men in power thing back in the day mm-hmm. and she was just like even though i was the director and i'm feet and i'm female they were still trying to like have this like big dick contest of like, no, we're paying you. This is our money. 
but you've got tit shots done by body doubles. Yeah. Like three or four times in the movie that don't have to be there. I and mean, you, could, you could see her strain her face because she really wanted to call these people out by name. Oh, but she like was John like, and yeah, she Barry. Was like, <laughs> like she was over like, here. They shall remain nameless. But however, I'm gonna like drag their name through the mud. So yeah, like, you know who you are. Right, exactly. Essentially. Um but then uh yeah, like you said, body doubles were used for uh Natasha and Marissa Tomei's nude scene. Um during filming, Natasha was in a car accident on her way to the studio. I know I read that. So she apparently like hit the steering wheel so hard that she now has this like scar on her chest. Yeah. Um, production was shut down for a few days before they shot the famous like vibrator scene, quote unquote. Um, where she wears her nightgown pulled up to her neck to disguise the um imprint of the steering wheel. Wow, that's a serious impact. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Because, like, Natasha even, like, kind of in this interview, like, rolls her eyes, darts at Jenkins, and she's just like, yeah, you remember that day, don't you? Oh, my God. Where I was like, was that shade or was that? Yeah, (laughs) what does that mean? I don't know. Who hit Um, you or who did you hit or what? But that's that's all I have. But this interview, and and I don't know if you want me to send you the link so you can post it. But it's it's it is a fantastic interview. Yeah, I'll post hour, it on the the website. It's about an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, it's like a Q and A, like Q and A, back and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also another interview that I just sent uh, you. That was yeah. there isn't that much about it, but it's an interview from uh, 2004, and it's a talk show, Harper Simon. Um, so I don't know much about them or anything, but it's like she talks about shooting um, the movie. And it's really funny how the guy is just very like this just kind of shows Natasha Leone because she's just like like so many of her characters are, are like her. Mm-hmm. But like they're she she acts, but she never is acting too far off of how she is. Right. I think it's really funny. So like she, the guy is kind of like talking about like your boobs and like, well, maybe it's about, and she's like, the whole movie is about me having like a big rack. What are you talking about? Like, she's just really flipping and she's like totally trying to like, he's being so fucking rude about the movie and about how he's asking these questions. And she just gives it right back to him. And it's just, it's just, yeah, it really shows you like how annoying it is, but she has that personality that can handle it. But then you see yeah, obviously exactly. lots of other actors sometimes are thrown off guard and, or they're just, they don't have that personality. They're known as like a more like good girl and they wouldn't say anything like that. But she kind of has this, like, she's kind of like, uh, I, I think I've talked about it before. I feel like I always reference it because it's the one that sticks out in my head when they do like the Marvel press conferences and they always mm-hmm. ask like Scarlet how she gets in the outfit. And she's yeah. like, really? Like, Really? Like, I'm sitting up here. I'm, like, the only girl here, like, most of the time. And, like, literally, you're asking me, like, like, are you serious? Like, what do you mean? Like, what did I eat to get in the outfit? Like, (laughs) are you crazy? Like, but you ask all these guys, like, oh, how was it playing Captain America? And, like, doing stunts and doing cool shit. And she was like, I do cool shit, too. But, like, you guys just want to talk about, like, how much I weigh and like what I have to eat before I get into the black widow costume. It's like, so awful. yeah, it's so annoying. And I love obviously actors like Natasha. Cause she's just like, what? No. <laughs> like I can see her publicist <laughs> off screen being like, Ugh, and she's just like, fuck you. Like, no, you're, you're being crazy. And you're she yeah. just, she's just like, she was in American pie. She was my favorite girl in American oh, pie. That was, yeah, she was so amazing. Like, she was so funny with Stifler. Like, she just has that, like, yeah, she just has that New York, like, dry, like, like just like I said before, like, she's just like a Rory Culkin. Did I say that? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said that off air or on air, but Rory Culkin is in succession, but also in Igby Goes Down, which, uh, which we did. But, <laughs> but like, they are, they're, like, so, like, perfect. So, like. like- like yeah. acting wise, they're like that New York, like they're like that super cool, like dark they could humor. Be like, they could play a brother and sister in something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be really good. Also, David Crumholtz has that too. And I think what makes this movie so great is that Alan Arkin, Natasha Leone, and David Crumholtz are all from New York City. So this yeah. uh, explains a lot. Um, and also, like, well, Carl Reiner's not in it very much, but but those three, like, the main core, and also Kevin Corrigan, who plays the neighbor slash boyfriend, he's from the Bronx. So, like, all of there the four major people are from New York, and 
like New Yorkers are, I think New Yorkers are just really funny. Mm-hmm. Like they just, and they have that New York energy, but in California, <laughs> like you can tell they like were back East. I think they said the mom was like back East. Like mm-hmm. the mom like didn't want them or something. I was like, yeah, like there's no, there was no real backstory. Yeah, no, not really. I was kind of confused. Yeah, it was. I was like, because I think wasn't it like um, I forgot Elliot. That's his name, the boyfriend, uh, Kevin Corrigan. Where he was like, "Is that your grandpa?" And she's like, "That's my dad." <laughs> like that's like the running <laughs> right. thing. I think it's like the grandpa. She, she got asked like three times. Like, yeah, nope, that's my dad, and he's like. Oh, so you're they're divorced. Oh, the kids usually go with the mom. <laughs> and she's just like, Yeah, but you know, no. Like right. mom's just I guess back east. So I was like, Oh, okay. That's so fucking weird. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's just so funny. Um, so my behind the scenes I got the IMDB score is six point six out of ten, which I find kind of low mm. personally. Mm-hmm. Um, Rotten Tomatoes eighty one percent and the audience score is sixty-eight percent. So the oh, wow. critic score is actually higher than the audience, which I find 68 is very low. I think yeah. this movie is like so fucking funny um, and pretty close to like a perfect dark comedy. I don't know what people have a problem with 68. That's not even a C. That's mm-hmm. like a D. Like, no, this movie's great. It be more entertained. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The only thing I wish my only negative would be I want more music. We got a mm-hmm. few bits of music. Um, and I wrote them down, but I want more. But other than that, like, what else What else could you do? Like, how could you improve this? Right. I think. Um, so the budget was $5 million. It's pretty high. And I would assume that it's probably the permits in Beverly Hills. But it only made back, what was it, $5 million? 5.5. 5 something, yeah. Which is more than I actually would think, though. Just because mm. it's like, yeah, I just would think that... Yeah, I just would think that it would make, like, I don't know, like, a million? Like, I would just think it would be such an indie film that it yeah. just wasn't even, wouldn't even be making five. So, I think five, I mean, I guess it broke even. Maybe because of the, the A-listers? Maybe. Like, who was the, the, the person on the poster yeah. is, like, Alan Arkin is first. It's, like, Alan Arkin, Marissa Tomei, oh, and Natasha yeah. Leone. I mean, even though they're, they're bit characters, but, like, Carl Reiner is, like, such an oldie, but like a legend yeah not only i should have said legend and rita moreno like yeah and most people probably don't know that carl reiner is rob reiner's father Mm -hmm. and rob reiner is like an amazing director he did like princess bride and like stand by me and he's also in wolf of wall street um more like currently as leo's dad um so some people might know him from there i mean he's in a lot of shit like it's not just in that but he's also really funny too Mm-hmm. They remind this. This reminds me of this whole movie too. Reminds me of like a Seinfeld episode. Oh yeah, probably totally. just because it's like the New York Jewish family hilarity, yeah. like dynamic, and the dad is very much like George's dad, like Jerry yeah. Stiller. Like he's very much like, go put a bazier on. What are you doing? <laughs> like he just like has that like super funny like <laughs> like way he just is, just like yeah. just like George's dad. Um, so apparently Roger Ebert gave this three out of five stars oh. and really complimented Natasha for just how good she was in comedy. Cause comedy is very hard to do. I think yeah. as an actor, a lot of people think it would be easy, but I think it's, that is the hardest and they all just work. We mentioned it before and I guess we'll keep saying it throughout. Like the casting is just top notch because they all work so well together. Mm-hmm. Like their comedy just works well off of each other yeah and even as the little brother who is um his name is like eli marinthial who is also stifler's brother in american pie (laughs) so we have natasha leone mina suvari and eli all in american pie after this which i find really funny too um yeah and she's 18 when she did this too Mm -hmm. yeah which is really cool um yeah i just love her i love her hair too her hair. Is- I love her. Like, yeah, her hair is so. It's cool. like a, it's like a like a costume all on its own. Like, yeah, it really is. I mean, it that's complete the look. <laughs> it's so cool, and uh, yeah, that's all I have for behind the scenes. So I guess we can get into fashion. Sweet. And we already mentioned Kirsten Everberg, is the fashion or costume mm-hmm. designer here. What do you What do you have? Do you have any standouts? I do. I I don't have like a hell of a lot, but I love Natasha's like striped polo low cut shirt mm-hmm. where it's like 
a little bit of yellow, a little bit of green, and it's either like black or dark blue. I couldn't Yeah, really it's a very beginning, color. right? The one yeah, she's the in the bra, mm-hmm. <laughs> bra fitting. <laughs> oh, like, the woman is like, breasts are fantastic. That's literally uh, every, I guess, girl will know this. That's literally exactly what it's fucking like. It's not even any oh, less God. awkward. Actually, it's more awkward when she has the dad and no mom. Right, where, yeah. where he's just like i'll go take a walk <laughs> right <laughs> he's like i have to measure her i have to do all the i'll go take a walk i'll go take a walk <laughs> um i love the silk bathrobe thing that marissa has on the in the dancing scene oh yeah that like geometric 70s style it, yeah it really reminds me of like a silk robe my mom used to have um back in the day when i was a younger kid oh cool and it was almost like that same design Mm. and it was like one of her like prized possessions i was like okay cool <laughs> it looks like a wrap dress yeah like that totally. von Furstenberg wrap dress yeah yes yeah, yeah, yeah totally i loved it and i mean marissa can wear like a maybe not now because she's a little older but i mean she could like literally wear a paper bag and no she looks amazing, amazing now she's like a demi more that's she's, true yeah she literally looks so good like i'm so jealous of her in this movie she literally can wear like nothing all the time she always looks so good like i, I love, love marissa tomei i love how like in the beginning she's running down um the street and i'm like in my head going girl go to the left or the right don't go in the middle i know right but she's escaped from rehab <laughs> she's right? just like she's just all over she, like she opens her blouse and like reveals her tits. I know. And then the guy stops. The yeah. truck stops and she's like, Hi, you want Beverly Hills, please? Oh my God. Um, she's also from Brooklyn. So another New Yorker in this yes. movie. This is why I mean, it, it all works so well. It, it's like butter. <laughs> um, I love the short gray slash, I didn't know, blue sweater that Natasha has when she's getting rid of um, her mustache. Oh yeah, when she's getting like felt this up. up, like sweatery thingy. Yeah, I like I like that look a lot. Um, I like her iconic look with the red halter top sweater, uh, halter top and sweater, and like jean shorts with the hair dryer like wrapped around. Her I know. Neck. I was gonna say with the hair dryer, it's my favorite. Yeah. This would so cool. it would really make a really cool but obscure Halloween costume. I feel yeah, like. Yeah, it totally would. You know, it, it totally only would. like maybe one in like. 30 people would get it but (laughs) more than that it would be like one in like 200 people would probably get it but i'm i'm also like i'm also in love with marissa's like nurse outfit oh i know they're so cool i love when that guy's like ma'am there's a woman like ODing, and she's like i'm sorry (laughs) they're like she's like i'm sorry i'm just a student this is my first day i have no idea what's going on what did you learn about pulses <laughs> take my pulse i need a i need a watch, need a watch. <laughs> i here take mine oh my god that's oh, so funny and then she's like tapping it what are you doing yeah. <laughs> i'm looking for is if i'm if you're looking then i'm probably not doing too good <laughs> oh my god oh my god but that's all i have unfortunately but um oh, okay yeah um I think I have like a lot of the same ones. I love the just the denim cutoff shorts that Viv mm-hmm. wears throughout, and the tube socks. Like she always yeah. wears the oh tube God, socks pulled those. up. Like I love it. Um, let's see. I also love uh, what's her name. I'm trying to use her name, Rita, which is Marissa Tomei. Uh-huh. Um, Rita's wrap dress in the beginning, where she like flashes, is cool. It's like blue and white stripe. Mm-hmm. Almost like a seersucker. She has like that red ringer tank that the dad gets her from the store oh, where he's yeah, like, put yeah. this on. And it's like this red, like super cool 70s shirt, which is neat. Uh, I love Elliot's Charles Manson shirt. I, why was he so obsessed with Charles Manson? Oh, well, okay. First of all, this was 1976. So the Tate LaBianca murders and oh. Manson had just recently been on trial. So this is, so it was still like, and it was in California, it was in LA. Mm. So it was a big, I mean, we think it's a big deal. We don't think it's a massive deal because it's, we're so far removed, but Mm. my mom says she remembers like, oh my God, when that case happened, it was like all, it was like our OJ, like every day was that case. And probably because it was like in LA and famous people and, you know, it was like, that's something that that would never happen, like Mm -hmm. definitely there. So I can see why he's one of those weirdo, like, true crime nuts before it became a thing 
Like before uh, it was, there were documentaries. He was just really into it. So he was like, wasn't it like a book he was reading? He's like, look at this street. And they went up here. Uh-huh. And like he was like really into it. Yeah. So the Charles Manson shirt, I thought was like a nice touch when, and also when she had to put it on because she was oh, building yeah, piss on that, <laughs> that other shirt she had. <laughs> so then there's like that one scene where they both have it on, which I think mm-hmm. I thought was really cool. Um, in the laundry room, that outfit I love with that sweater that you were talking about. Yeah which is really cool. Um, the red dress that she has at Doris's Jessica Walter's house. Yes. And they like go over there for dinner. That's really cool. I love Alan Arkin's like blue jacket, like that seventies polyester, mm-hmm. like, you know, like outfit. I thought it was really funny and really cool. <laughs> um, let's see. Also the dress that Rita has on, or no, she doesn't have a dress. She has like a red tank top and brown pants. Mm-hmm. When she goes to Doris's house, which is really cool. It's super 70s. And then when they go up into the hills and she's going... No, I think they're taking Rita to nursing school. Oh, nursing but then school. she goes and stops at that guy's uh, house that she is, yes. that she's pregnant with. So it's like the hills. And then she goes in, like Viv goes in after her. And she's wearing this like purple suede skirt. And oh, like yeah, platforms. Yeah. Like they're like these platform sandals, which are really cool. And then she has this like striped like red and like kind of I guess pinkish fuchsia outfit which is really cool yeah I really love that and then I also love Rita's orange clog like platforms that she has when she sees her in the bathroom putting on the nurse outfit to show her dad yeah yeah that was really cool and she's just like we're freaks oh my god like it's yeah it's really funny yeah that's all I have for for notes but it's really cool that's so funny I uh, randomly I have two questions Mm -hmm. um so Jennifer Walters' character, Doris. Mm-hmm. Is she... She says something about, I'm not looking for a lover, I'm looking for a companion. Yeah, I guess it's just someone just to have is, around, right? Or does she want to pay Alan Arkin? <laughs> no. I think she just wants him to get rid of the kids and for her to like grow old with this guy. Because remember gotcha. he was talking to the brother and he was like, she doesn't even want any loving. Like... She doesn't want that. She literally just wants someone around. Interesting. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I think, right? I guess. Oh, no. And then, so, like, and then my other question was, when when Vivian looks into Marissa Tomei's room with Alan, Uh when with Alan Arkin, Mm -hmm. Alan touches her breast. That was really fucking They never circle back to that? Well, she did. Remember, she she says that she saw in the bathroom. Well, I mean, they, they did, but they never really, I don't know. That that was it. It was kind of like we were supposed to accept that answer that she right. said sometimes people are really low and they just like do things. And I was like, uh, you're the niece, though. Right, exactly. You're like really close. You're not like a fifth cousin. Right. Like you're like <laughs> like his brother's kid. Like how come the movie we did before this was about incest and the house of yes and now um, right. we're doing another like weirdo. Like as I've mentioned multiple times, the 90s was a wild time for film <laughs> themes and what was accepted and what we were kind of like, "Oh, okay." Right. <laughs> now I feel like this would be a mass this would be like what? Like how are we supposed to like gloss over this? But it's still fucked up. It was fucked up then, and it's still it's like so fucked up. Still fucked up. Yeah. Same with like Mean Girls, where she was like, "Oh, you know who's looking fine tonight?" Oh, like right. that was like the cousin. I feel like they wouldn't even you make that joke cousin. now. <laughs> first, you have your first cousins, then you have your second cousin. No, that's not. That's how- not right, is it? <laughs> That's so not right. Oh, God, I can't wait for Forward Flash when we do Mean Girls. Or we might just randomly do it because I, like, need to talk about that movie. Let's do it. I mean, we should just do it. We'd have to just do it. Like, we just... We're going to be literally quoting the entire thing. I mean, just (laughs) from start to finish, I won't even know how to talk about favorite scenes and lines. It's, like... It's, like, literally everything. Everything. Like, like, the fucking girls, like, jumping on each other in the, the park. Or like not the, the park in the school. Wild. <laughs> yeah, and the mall at like the watering hole. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I love like, it. Like it's so funny. I can't wait. Um cool. Wait, so no more fashion stuff, right? No. Cool. So music I have by Rolf Kent. There's a little bit of that instrumental type, like kooky 
It's like mm-hmm. that kooky, weird kind of music. But I wrote down a few songs. The songs where they're dancing with the vibrator is by Parliament. Give up the yep. funk. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, when they're driving Rita to nursing school, um, it's the Bellamy Brothers, Let Your Love Flow. <laughs> and then in the car, after like uh, they drop her off at nursing school, there's a Three Dog Night song called Shambhala. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's, like, singing. Yeah, that Elliot's singing. But, yeah, there are only a few. I mean, there are a few songs, like, sprinkled in more in the second half of it. But I wish this had a more, like, a more songs. I guess it didn't really need that many because it was just so good. It was, yeah. you know, it was a really oh, good Oh, and then Luck Be a Lady from Guys and Dolls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Would- David Crumbled. <laughs> yeah. Wanting to be Sky Masterson. I love it. I, I really don't know what to call this uh, episode i think it might be what you were saying like blood blood on my needle point it's either that or like when he bursts in and he says sky masterson is mine right. <laughs> Not the part. like that's really funny too yeah it's gonna be really hard to pinpoint it um do you have any music notes uh just basically what you said oh okay yeah there weren't like a it wasn't like a ton it wasn't like a major uh cool oh my god party monster i can't fucking wait i can't believe we haven't talked about it yet i feel (laughs) like there's i feel like there's still when i look at the list i feel like there's still so many movies that are like some of my favorites that i still haven't talked about Mm -hmm. which is good that i've been able to sprinkle some in here that i've like never seen so i'm not just doing all these things i've talked about and then i run out of things to do like sleepers we still haven't done which is yeah there's another really good one like there's just yeah there's so many son of sam mm-hmm. or i mean summer of sam i think oh wow. yeah which i posted on instagram today because i was just thinking about that movie mm-hmm. and i was like i was like oh shit this movie and all these people are like oh i forgot adrian brody's in that i was like i didn't <laughs> isn't that john leguizamo too uh-huh yeah and mira sorvino that's right so like i totally yeah i totally forgot about that so i'm like oh my god i still want to do that one so <laughs> but yeah we still got a lot to do and yeah. also, amazingly, my photo of Lori Petty that mm. I posted on Instagram, Lori Petty liked it. That's awesome. Isn't that fucking awesome? I love it. I was it. like, oh my god, I'm dying. I was like, it's so cool. I want to meet her before I die so badly. She's so rad. So She's rad. so fucking rad. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I think I I think I made a, my post caption was like between Mad Max and Tank Girl, like I'm fucking ready for the apocalypse. Like let's right. go. <laughs> like those are two really fucking weird and cool movies about post apocalyptic times. So bring it on, <laughs> bring it on. Um, okay, so favorite scenes and lines. This is this is gonna be tough because I have like I don't even know how to talk about this movie because I have so many favorite <laughs> scenes. But what do I, you have? I have a. I narrowed it down to three, but um, I like the car scene with Elliot and Vivian. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear. You. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, here. Where like Elliot's like, "There's blood. Do you still have your period?" And she's like, "No, I would have warned you." He's like, "What just happened here?" She's like, "Let's just get trust." He's like, "Are you telling me I popped your cherry?" She's like, I don't want to make a big deal out of it. I just wanted to get it over with. No ceremony. He's like, you know, that puts a lot of pressure on a man. Did you even think about that? Did you think of me? You know what that makes? You know what that makes me? A criminal. On two counts. Divergentizing a minor. It's like, that is not a count. <laughs> no. And then I love, um, like you kind of mentioned before, uh, endorses. Is it a flat or a condo? I can't tell. Oh, um... Doris, it looks like she lives in like a nice building, doesn't uh, she? Yeah, I guess. Or I guess it's just an apartment. But I just like how after uh, after helping Vivian with her lady problems, Doris looks down at a chair she had needle pointed, and there's there's like a big blood stain on it. Right before, uh, I guess after Vivian gets up and goes to the bathroom, she screams and says, "Is that blood?" Is that blood on my needle point? <laughs> she, the way she screams, like <laughs> she like shrieks. Like, yeah. yeah, like I really died because I'd probably react the same way, but I was laughing my ass off at the same time. She it was sh- like it was such shrieks. a hilarious. It's so funny. She shrieks just like Parker Posey did when the brother was like, "I'm engaged." Yes. <laughs> It was like this, like, cool, like uncontrollable, like oh full God. volume, like yeah. Ah! 
Oh my god! <laughs> like very much like Meryl Streep did in that Big Little Lies season two. Yeah. Did you ever right. see? Did you ever see Big Little Lies? Yeah. Yeah, the season two where she just like screams. <laughs> Everyone's like, what? I love, I love that show. I know. Oh. See, I know. I have problems with. I mean, season two didn't really need to happen, but I did like it Meryl Streep. Like, yeah, like I, so if only for her. Scary. Yeah. It and was, then I, course, like, so I love the dancing scene with the dildo at Marissa, uh, with Marissa and Natasha's character. Um, keeps on like passing it to each other. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I have so many questions about that. I was like, first of all, why would you like you like why would you give someone your used dildo? Yeah, that's a no no. Why would you encourage someone to use yours? Why wouldn't you buy her one? Right. Like, if you really wanted to like give it to her and like ha- let her have have her have one. Wouldn't you buy her a new one or take her to the shop? Right. Don't don't go. Like, <laughs> don't, go don't go. Like use mine. That's gross. And then when Alan Arkin walks in and she's like, "Turn the head." Turn yeah, the head. yeah, and it like won't turn off. I was like, "This is so embarrassing." And he just keeps looking like. <laughs> it's so embarrassing, but so funny. Yeah, oh I don't. God. I don't know the way she dances, Natasha. Like. It's so awkward. It makes me feel better about my white ass dance moves. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, really funny. I just and then uh, my last scene is I love Ben's musical scene when Ben is putting out, he's like uh, guttering the lyrics to like Guys and Dolls, Luck Be a Lady, and he's that he's trying out for the part. And I love how he's just like in his tidy whiteies and belting out the lyrics like, I've done that so many times. Oh my god. I love how we talk to like Elliot about it when he's like, I'm gonna try out for Sky Masterson. And they're like, Sky Masterson, Marlon Brando played that role in the movie. And right. Like, I don't know. You think you can tackle that? All right, little known fact, I love the guys and dolls from the fifties. I have it on DVD, the one with yeah. the Frank Sinatra. And uh, Marlon Brando's super hot as Sky super, Masterson. Super hot. Yeah. Like it's not right. He's like singing <laughs> and he actually is dancing. Like he was kind of a, a triple threat. I don't oh, think totally. people think that because they think of him as like the Godfather yeah. and like what is it? Streetcar. I guess. That, yeah, that would be like his other big one. Um, but he definitely was really good at dancing and definitely could sing. Like he could carry mm-hmm. a tune with Sinatra and everybody. So. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, so that was cool. But I love that he's like, Sky Masterson, the part is mine. <laughs> I love it. I got the part. It's so, so yeah, those are, those are mine. What are yours? Okay, so my first one is the entire scene. Oh, wait, well, before I get into this, the beginning, I should note that I lived in a dingbat <laughs> in Los Angeles. My apartment in West Hollywood, which I did not know was actually called a dingbat, but then as I looked through and i noticed that i like googled it that it's actually a thing in la like these types of apartment buildings there are lots of them mine did not have a title though and i love that the dingbats are like two-story apartment buildings in la with these names that sound like you're gonna live a better life than you would in this building because that's totally true because it's like i you would you would see them you'd see like summer breeze or like ocean uh park or like some weird like one of these was like camelot something and then i also and i also have to say i lived in west hollywood for uh two years but then i also lived in beverly hills for a Mm -hmm. year and i lived in an apartment it was not like this but i definitely lived in the slum of beverly hills like it was definitely on the border like Mm -hmm. two streets away from living in los angeles so it was like i had the I had the 90211 zip code. Yeah. I didn't have 90210. So it was like, I totally lived in like this type of place, like where it was like the Southern part of Beverly Hills, which is not what you think of when you hear Rodeo drive and right. all that shit. I wasn't far from like downtown Beverly Hills, but, but it was, it's really funny that they're like moving around these areas. Cause I totally lived in these places and yeah, so so I find that really funny. So um, so yeah, full disclosure, I, I totally lived in this kind of area, and it, it looks very much like this, like mid-century modern building, seventies. Yeah. But lots of people do. Like there are tons of apartments in LA. So, so. if so, if they're called dingbats, right? <laughs> yeah. Why do people? I know, I know, this is gonna sound stupid, but what? why do people call like if you're not thinking straight or whatever, you're a dingbat. Yeah, I, no, yeah, that I don't know. 
like um, you've heard that term right oh yeah yeah totally calling someone like stupid or yeah totally that's like a 90s term that's oh, like a totally. 90s term yeah. for someone who was dumb yeah dingbat not even dumb but very much like a Cher horowitz type right like a bimbo like kind of like a dumb like a dummy but yeah. i mean let's not be let's not you know no disrespect no shade to share because share actually was smart yes. but the way that they portrayed her was that she was just like an airhead like an airhead that's another one like airhead dingbat um yeah like a slang for someone that just isn't very smart mm. i guess yeah i don't know why they're called that i didn't even know that until this movie I yeah, was like, no. I lived in one of these. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, great. And some have covered garages, some don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. My, my last place was exactly like the place that they lived. Like, it, I had more shrub. It wasn't as much driveway. But where one of my other friends lived was totally like that. And then my other apartment building after that was bigger. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's just like, it's so it's so weird. I had no idea. So my favorite, my first favorite scene is when they go to the Sizzlers and Viv has on that, <laughs> that like, halter. And, and like her dad is like, go put a bra on, go put your brassiere on. You can't wear that. And she's like, this is how it's supposed to be. What are you talking about? And then like the, the, the brother who's just like eating the steak, they're eating like steak for breakfast at this like at Sizzler. And the Mm. brother's just like, see, the problem is, is like Viv is stacked. (laughs) She's like, oh my God. (laughs) She's like, this is so embarrassing. She's like, I can't wear a bra. That's not how you wear this shirt. And he's like, go put it on. And then he tells the little, the little brother, like, all right, we're getting out of here. Go get your toothbrush in the car. clean up like i gotta make a phone call so she comes back and then she puts the bra on and then she comes back out and she has the bra on like under this halter and it looks so crazy stupid and she's like here how does this look is this better (laughs) just like it's so funny she's like picking her wedgie she's just so funny like her whole vibe she's just Mm -hmm. like yeah it's just so funny funny. i love it um let's see the next (laughs) the next favorite um scene i have is when she's in the laundry room and she's like and she's like all right let's go let's let's do this and he's like okay and he starts to undo his pants she's like hold on i said second base not all the way calm down (laughs) like it's just really funny just it's just so awkward and then when like he's like feeling her up and then the timer like goes off on the the washer and she's like okay time's up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like let's go i thought that was really funny mm-hmm. um i love that she just moves like across the street to like the apartment across the street and it's like <laughs> right. they move like every few months so they don't have i guess they are like barely paying rent if at all because yeah. the pe- other people who get kicked out they're just moving into these places so they i love in the beginning where they just pack up and she's like what and he's like no no no, no. only your clothes she's like what about the towels and like all this other like little stuff that we have and he's like forget it just pack and they just like have to pack overnight and like have like just a suitcase like one or two suitcases with clothes and it's mm. just like i think it's so funny that they're just like moving like every three months and she's like I think that's when that's when she says like this is not normal dad we're moving every three months like nobody does that and the brother's like well nomads do and she's like we're not nomads we're americans (laughs) (laughs) that was really funny (laughs) a little bit early um oh god and then i just wrote mina suvari in the laundry room as this girl who just got a nose job i totally forgot she was in this movie and I love Mina Suvari. I think she's so fucking cool. She also like had a really cool like trajectory, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, what does she do now? Has she done anything recently? Um, like, have you seen her? I feel like she's like a Christina Ricci. Like, I, I need her in more. Like Christina Ricci's in Yellow Jackets, which I can't wait to watch. But right. but um yeah. yeah, like what does she do now? Because after this, she went on to do like American Beauty, or she was in the movie Nowhere, the Greg Rocky film. That was like her first thing. That was like 97. So after that, she was in Slums of Beverly Hills. She's, she's coming out with a couple of things in 2022. Oh, and she was in Six Feet Under. She um, was uh, one of the girls from... Great, Grace and Grit, Locked In. Oh, okay, I haven't seen her. Paradise Cove. <coughs> Paradise <coughs> Cove, what is what that? What Lies Below in 2020. Hmm. Um, oh my god sugar and spice do you remember that movie no no uh-uh. oh wow oh wait about the bank robbery right uh-huh yes and they like the girl the cheerleader gets pregnant mm-hmm. and then they have to like rob right. shit i mm-hmm. think it's like 
Who else is in that? That we should do that. What? She was in a um, documentary or a uh, dramatized uh, it called "The Murder of Nicole Brown Simpson." What? Nicole Brown Simpson in two, uh, 2019. Oh, shit, man. What? Definitely never knew that. Wow. Okay, so she is in some things. I just haven't seen her in a while. I I can't recall the character of American Horror Story, but Elizabeth Short. Oh, the Black Dahlia in the murder house. Yeah. Yeah. She looked really good, too. Yeah, that one. Oh, she should be in fucking Horror Story. Yeah. Like, I think she should. Like, she's really cool. And then she did a couple of, like, horror, B-horror movies. Oh, okay. Oh, Don't Tell a Soul, Apparition. Yeah, what was like? Yeah, she does have a lot of stuff coming out. That's weird. I mean, that's cool. American Woman. Um, that was about some girl from Real Housewives' his mom. Mm. And yeah, God, she is in a lot of random things though. Mm. Oh God, yeah, Sugar and Spice. I gotta add that Factory Girl. Yes. Yeah, that's another one we have to do, too. I'm surprised you haven't done that one yet. I know. Or Spun. She's in Spun with Brittany Murphy and John Leguizamo. She's cooking. Whatever happened to that movie, Spun? <laughs> Remember Britney Spears? Uh-huh. Where she's, like, talking to Caroline. I want to see that movie, Spun. I know, right? <laughs> God. Can we, do, can we do the Britney Chaotic series? Just because oh, yes, please. <laughs> like, I know that it probably has nothing to do with grunge at all, but, like, it's, it's pop culture, <laughs> and I kind of want to talk about the oh Britney God, Chaotic that'd be, series. That would be hilarious. I never finished it. I only saw, like, three episodes. Oh, my God. I think I'm pretty sure it's – is it on YouTube? Oh, probably. Like, I think it has to be on YouTube. Do you know um, they, have a, they have a, I mean, they already have a, like, a YouTube red, but they already have, a, they now have a YouTube TV. Yeah, I know that. That's I didn't what know that. that, that one um, of my friends was telling me that the other day. Yeah, that's what that uh, Cobra Kai show was on. Oh, really? Yeah, until it got, I think, Netflix, I Netflix. bought it. Yeah, but it was mm-hmm. a YouTube show. Like, you had to buy YouTube to watch okay. it. Like, that's yeah, do the, the, the monthly thing, I think. Um, okay, yeah, so that was another one of my favorite scenes. Um, I like this, I like another quote here where, um, after she does, uh, after she meets Mita Suvari, she's like, I don't go around talking to her brother, I don't go around talking about your morning boner, so don't talk about my tits. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> I love that. Um, I, that fucking, that girl who ODs and, uh, Rita's in the phone booth is, like, one of my favorites, and this guy, like, a concerned citizen is trying to get her to help, and she's like, I don't know anything <laughs> like get away from me she's like trying to call her baby daddy um, oh, yeah. it's all just such a mess and then another one of my favorite scenes is when rita is like passed out in the apartment and they think she's dead and like he they come home and like everyone is just freaking out like every like the dad is saying oh no she's all right just get some coffee because if she's like gone the brother won't be sending checks for her to go to nursing school and then they can't live. So, like, he's just got to keep her alive. I think it's just, like, really funny how that whole thing just, like, they're all kind of running around, like, screaming with the chicken with their heads cut off. And mm. then, like, Jessica Walters, like, Doris comes in with her. And she's like, what's going on? And then the brother, like, storms in. And he's like, Sky Masterson is mine. <laughs> I got the part. It's like, everything's going so crazy. And, and then they finally, like, the paramedics storm in. And they're like, who called the paramedics? like the little boy's like i did (laughs) i was like oh my god it's like yeah it's just really 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 funny i love that whole scene they're all just like freaking out and uh let me see and then (laughs) just and then this this the scene with uh carl reiner and rena moreno as like the parents like yeah that was just so good and then she having it's like oh my god um I mean, I, I don't want to talk about it, but that also weird grope scene, I thought, oh, yeah. so weird. And, like, Viv, that Viv sees it. Like, do you think Viv ever said anything to her dad? No, right? No. God. <laughs> She's, like, 14. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be 14. I would be like, uh, what do I do with this information? Right. Like, am I supposed to pretend I never saw that? And, like, I'm not completely freaked out by it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> it's just so weird but yeah that's uh that's all i got it's uh it's it's a funny film it no, really it's a, is it's a great film it's I, great I, I it to anybody who 
hasn't seen it. And anyone who loves Natasha and Marissa. Oh, so good. Like it's, it's just so good. It, it reminds me of if you like uh, Igby goes down if you like Welcome to the Dollhouse, which is another one we have to do. Mm-hmm. Like, if you like that really dark kind of, like, self-deprecating comedy and just very weird, then definitely watch this. I'll be really curious to see how many people listen to this episode, too, to see how many people know this movie. Because it's kind of one of those things that I think some people know, but I don't know how many people know. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm curious to see uh yeah everyone's thoughts on it cuz yeah this is this is good this is one that I forgot about but now I'm going to you know watch more like I'm going to probably yeah. watch it again and stuff cuz I'm like this is really good like we don't yeah there isn't much information on it so no it's yeah okay. it's really weird it's a kind of a sleeper mm. so yeah that's all I all I got for this episode um we're going to do the Britney Murphy documentary coming out we're going to do Party Monster probably going to be another 90s movie before party monster and then maybe we'll do the britney chaotic series like who, who knows i can love that <laughs> i know 90s sequels yeah we got some cool shit coming out so so yeah stay tuned join the patreon my so-called life is still happening over there and we'll see you again and leave a review on apple yeah yes Please leave, a <laughs> leave a review and we'll see you again bye see bye